Hey everybody, and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network presents Marking Out the Days, Weekend Warriors. This is episode 20, covering the date of September 5th, 1992, episodes of WWF Superstars and WCW Saturday Night. I'm one half of the hosting squad, the creator of Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, Kobe Nida. And uh, this week I'm running the show solo. Dave, um... Unfortunately, it was sick, and, you know, it happens, it happens. Um, unfortunately, I feel like I'm getting sick as well, so uh, it's maybe that time of the season. Um, I'm trying to brave through it as, as best as I can, and uh, I'm going to run down these episodes of WWF Superstars and WCW Saturday Night the way Retromania always does, with some good detailed contents of the match and some nice little... Um, funny tidbits here and there stuff that we uh you know throw in there and some uh impressions here and there so if you're new to this uh thanks for joining us and listening you can always find the back catalog of each and every episode that i do at retromania um and every episode that dave does at kicking out at two on any podcasting platform by searching retromania with a w that's retromania with a w um, Retromania Pro, Pro Wrestling Podcast Network can be found on iTunes or Apple. Uh, I guess it's uh, it's it's Apple Podcast now or Podcast App. I don't know what it is. Um, Podbean, uh, that's our home base. Uh, there, we also have Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Spotify is a good one too. Um, all that good stuff. You can find over three hundred hours of listening content for your ears it's evergreen podcast so um every episode feels new doesn't uh feel too dated or you know um like you're like you're covering a monday night raw from i don't know 2017 or something i don't know uh unless you like that stuff anyhow yeah find all that stuff please like rate review and subscribe if you do dig us it helps us grow uh it really does um so all the all that stuff matters thank you for joining in the fun hopefully dave will be feeling better and uh i'm i'm sending out i'm sending out positive positive healing power dude the power of the kobe warrior to uh one dave a maniac and uh yeah hopefully Dave will pull through and uh, we'll hear from him soon. But always keep a lookout for Kicking Out of Two. It drops every Wednesday on Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. And you can always find Dave over on his feed on SoundCloud as well. All right. So let's start this um, episode coverage. WWF Superstars, September 5th, 1992 is the air date. It's right after SummerSlam, which happened uh, on a Monday. In this timeline, actually, I guess filmed on a Friday, posted on a Monday, or filmed on a Saturday, posted on a Monday. Anyhow, we're finally done with uh, the the long-winded push or road to SummerSlam, should I say. Uh, so we get a brief tease of everything that happened at SummerSlam as we start this episode off of Superstars. We get a view of the illustrious crowd here in Wembley Stadium and they pimp the tape coming up for sale that's cool uh we have Warrior and Macho Man in the main event get a recap of that then Rick and Mr. Perfect coming out during their match 
Ric Flair hits Warrior with brass knuckles, but Macho is back in. Warrior hit with the chair by Flair. Savage says no to the elbow and gets tapped up by the chair on Flair. Count out victory by Warrior in this match. Uh, if you guys remember this one, uh, I do. I don't mind it, um, but yeah, it, it's all for the story. I think we could have had a clean finish in a way, and um, Dave covers this pretty well on uh, his podcast where he covers um, SummerSlam 1992. And Jimmy and I have also done a bonus episode back in the day, Retromania bonus episode one, I think, covers SummerSlam 1992. Um, so you get two different versions or aspects or uh, uh, perspectives of it there. Um, so yeah, Perfect and Warrior um, are getting beat down and Savage and Warrior comes to save Savage and then hands him the title and we all know how that goes. Then we get a recap of The Undertaker out to Tombstone Kamala in his match with Kim Chi causing a DQ. Kamala then splashes The Undertaker after the match and Undertaker sits up. Yeah. And then Piper was out there with the Highlanders blowing the horns and everything. Uh, Bulldog against Bret Hart for the Intercontinental Championship. They hug after and Bulldog was victorious. Yep. He was feeling high that night. I, I certainly hope so. It was SummerSlam and the SummerSlam you thought you'd never see. Yeah, it was a good uh, little package there to open it up. Um, welcome to Superstars, everybody. It's Vince and Mr. Perfect. Enjoy it while you can, Vince. You haven't heard the last of Perfect and Flair. Okay. Yeah, commercial, and we come back, and it's the LOD out there with Paul Ellering and Rocco. We do get to see them one more time. We know the infamous story of Hawk riding off into the sunset with the uh, Hell's Angels of the Wembley chapter, or London chapter, I guess. Um, interesting stuff there. Uh, yeah. So they have some stuff that was in the, in the, you know, in the bag already. So we're going to get some, I, I guess at least a week or two of LOD and then maybe an explanation of what's going on. We'll see. I mean, hang in your seats there, guys. Um, all that coverage here, marking out the days, weekend warriors. Yeah. They immediately beat down their opponents who were in the ring, the LOD. I mean, Doomsday device to the unknown guy. I, I couldn't even get a name. It was that quick. One, two, three. It's all over. Then we get a, com a little commercial for IcoPro. It's not pills and powders. It's about a guy from Minnesota. It's, it's no steroid freaks. It's science. Integrated conditioning programs. SummerSlam, IgoPro, LOD, what a rush. What? That's literally like what Vince said. I had to pause this and, and, and do it a couple times. But yeah, that's how he did it. All right. We go to Event Center with Sean Mooney. And he shoots to the Nasty Boys with Jimmy Hart. And they want the tag team titles, obviously. So they're nothing to mess with. The boss man then... Hey, big boss man, he has a promo. Making sure Nails is going to serve hard time for what you did, maybe, possibly to Virgil. I don't really care about him that much. Maybe. We'll see. I don't, yeah, yeah. Commercial, and we come back. Oh, 
Hmm. Speaking of nails, nails comes out and he's going to go against Tommy Stevenson. Nails wins with a chokehold and Vince questions the validity of the choke. Okay, Vince, once again, you hired this guy. Dave and I have talked about this several times. Um, Yeah. Why hire a guy like Nails? I mean, for kayfabe and non-kayfabe reasons. You know what I mean. Anyhow, Nails breaks out the nightstick and uses it on Tommy and chokes him over and over. And that's it. Uh, what? we Nobody comes out to break it up or try to save? Yeah. We go back to the event center with Sean Mooney, and he tosses to the Natural Disasters, who have a promo that they will defend their tag team titles anytime, anywhere. I think we heard that in a different variation of um, adjectives or uh, verbs, if you will. Um, so, yeah. Good old stuff from the Natural Disasters, the Tag Team Champions. Enjoy it while you have it. Then we go to Rick Martell, who has a promo about having the look and the passion. And the model is always ready for action. Settle for nothing less. Come and see what the model can do when he steps in the ring. Whoever and wherever. He should do the... You know? I mean, step it up. If you're going to still be wearing the feather and everything, be really bougie and do the how, how. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes with Rick Martell and the natural disasters. Commercial, and we come back. It's Kato. Not the one that I remember, though. Okay, to go against Crush. Ooh, yeah. Crush is hot here. Does have a good uh, following, though. Crush has a picture-in-picture promo during the match. Crush is from Hawaii, and he gets even more Samoan. Shaka brother! Alo Hawaii! Um, so, uh, that explains his agility, doesn't it? Says Mr. Perfect. Um, what does that mean? What does that mean, Mr. Perfect? Huh? Yeah. Vince asks Perfect. He says, there was one rumor you had 11 toes. Any truth to that? And Mr. Perfect says, no, I'm a perfect 10. Perfect 10, huh? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. He's the, he's the, he's the original perfect 10. Crush slams Kato, gives him an atomic drop, which Vince, call, Vince calls a reverse pile driver. He calls an atomic drop a reverse pile driver, everybody. Whew. Then Crush wins with that head squash because all the fans are signaling for it and uh, they wanted it and got it and they popped for it. All right, we go to a commercial and come back and it's the Mountie out with Jimmy Hart, baby. And his opponent is Ken Wayne. That's another Mountie match. Really quick. These are all very quick enhancement matches. Um, Pile driver to Ken Wayne and it looks deadly. And he covers him with the boot to the throat. And if you hear a lawnmower going on in the background, I apologize. My neighbor decided to <clears throat> do his yard work around this time. So this is our ongoing feud. I hope he has a podcast. And when I do yard work and cut my grass, you can faintly hear it in the background of his podcast about wrestling. Which I hope that you wouldn't listen to. Stay here. 
Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, everybody. All right. We go to another commercial and come back. It's Mr. Perfect. And he says, uh, here's a guy who I think is going all the way to the top. Hey, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Mi chico. You may still be the WWF champion, but there's one man still oozing machismo. Razor Ramon. And they show this uh, briefly on the screen, and the crowd sees it, which is pretty cool. You get like an outside perspective of what the crowd sees on the screen because they're starting to air these little promos or vignettes, more or less, more to the crowd uh, for their TV tapings. They're kind of prepping for Monday Night Raw, if you think about it. Barry Horowitz comes to the ring to face Virgil. All right, another... Enhancement match. It's actually a good match. It's fast-paced. Uh, Vince insinuating on commentary that Mr. Perfect blamed Bobby Heenan for the mishap at SummerSlam. And they kind of argue back and forth, and Mr. Perfect kind of does say that. Like, So there might be some tension between Mr. Perfect and Bobby Heenan. Wow. We get a Russian leg sweep from Virgil to Barry Horowitz, and he wins. One, two, three. Virgil, meet Thoth, everybody. He's fucking rumbling and jumbling, and man, I, I pinned the Jew. Oh. All right, then uh, IRS come out back from a commercial to face Burt Styles and Warren Quinn. IRS has a promo. You may cheat on your taxes or not decide to pay them at all, but you, when you get caught, you will pay. Oh, wow. And on commentary, Vince and Mr. Perfect talk about Billy Ray Cyrus going to be on Body Stars. Wow. What a sight to see. Mullets, bunch of grade A U.S. tested beef, a lot of oil, weird stuff. Uh, maybe we can cover that. I don't know, who wants to see that? Let us know. Okay. Anyhow, Million Dollar Dream from... Million Dollar Man to either Bert or Warren. I'm sorry. It's over. So, Money Inc. pick up their victory there. Moving on, another special match there. We go to Event Center with Sean Mooney. He tosses to Tatanka. Tatanka spoke with the Holy Shaman, and he went on a vision quest. He did a bunch of ayahuasca, and he loves what he feels. It's going to make him stronger. He's going to climb to the top and be a great leader. Wow, he got real high up there and did all that vision quest stuff and good stuff, Tatanka. Can't wait to see where this goes. Repo Man then has a promo and he loves the US where your employment is up. His employment is up. Uh so yeah, insinuating um you can't afford the bills. He will steal and uh, repossess your items and uh, make money. What, so why are you wrestling? Aren't you busy? Go away. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting angry at this episode now. At this point, you can tell. Next week, Big Boss Man, Nasty Boys, Undertaker, Razor Ramon, The Natural Disasters, and then the story on Ric Flair. Plan B is in effect hmm interesting all that next week on wwf superstars ah, well 
we got a lot at the beginning with the coverage of SummerSlam, and I think that was a lot of uh, visually stimulating stuff and a lot of... Uh, if you're if you're a common viewer and don't have pay-per-view at the time, which it was very hard to get, and you had to wait for the VHS to come out, um, you're wondering what happened. So seeing all this is a lot to take in. So of course they're going to have some of the stars or <clears throat> people they think might be stars nails <clears throat> uh, have enhancement matches. So yeah, uh, I mean, not not too much to say about the episode. I enjoyed it. It went pretty quick for me. Uh, Hopefully the coverage did as well. Let's move on to WCW Saturday Night 605 Live on TBS. I don't know. It might not be 605 Live because this is actually a 39-minute episode. Real short. I think we're moving down to an hour format. And Dave had talked about before our schedules on TBS and Turner uh, stations had always uh, depended on the Atlanta Braves game schedules and whether they were playing a game or not. So, uh, I don't know. This might be 605. Might not be 605 Live. Trademark that. I'm always marketing. All right, we start off this episode of WCW Saturday Night with a recap of Clash of the Champions, which Dave and I covered on a recent watch-along on Kicking Out at Two episode, the 20th anniversary of Clash of Champions. That was a fun episode, so guys, catch up on that and uh, check that episode out if you want to see or hear a rundown of the events that took place. We had fun. Nonetheless, we get a recap of the match between Stunning Steve Austin and Ricky Steamboat. That was a good one. Crossbody and Steamboat won the TV title. It was a it was a good moment there. Then we get the intro for the show tonight. Brought to us by Jolly Rancher Fruit Squared. Sweet, Jolly Rancher Fruit Squared. Classic stuff, man. I got a sweet tooth now. Got to finish up this review. Go get some candy. Jim Ross and Teddy Long are in the studio, and they're giving us a rundown of the show. Anderson and Eaton to face the Steiners. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. We go to the ring. First team is out. Greg the Hammer Valentine, Dick Slater, and Scotty Flamingo. What an interesting combination. They're here to face Johnny P. Bad, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, and Tom Zink. Z-Man. Wow. Should be a good one, uh, but again, this is a condensed episode, so they got to hit all the spots quick. So this is actually good action that I like. Um, you know, three three good workers against another good three workers. Um, Greg almost tagged the wrong corner in the match. Jim Ross said he's taunting. Is he? Good cover though. I mean, good coverage. This era, Jim Ross, because uh, you know you don't always cover stuff as well nowadays. AEW. <clears throat> We'll talk about it with Dave. Anyhow, Teddy, Teddy Long, that is, he's on commentary talking about Ron Simmons having to watch out for the rude awakening. Okay. Yeah, it's a decent tag match that we have going on. Hot tag to Z-Man and all hell breaks loose. Flamingo hits Greg on accident after holding Johnny and uh, Johnny B. Bad hits Scotty with the left and then Z-Man rolls him up. One, two, three. They get the victory. Z-Man, Bagwell, and Johnny B. Bad celebrate. Cool. We go to a commercial and come back. And Jim Ross is with us. 
and he recaps Barbarian and Butch Reed teaming with Cactus and announcing them as a tag team. Um, so uh, like that that faction that we were talking about last episode with Dave that might have involved one Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, we can see those those um, pillars in the uh, the faction building or, or rising or being a, being introduced. We'll see how long this faction can hold up, though. We get a recap of the match between Wyndham and Dustin Rhodes. Okay, yeah. Dustin's going to face Cactus and Barbarian, and Barbarian's going to face Wyndham. Uh, yeah, where does Reed fit into all this? The Barbarian wants his match against Ron Simmons as well. And where does Jake Roberts fit in this? Wow, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts. Uh, so, yeah. Some good stuff there by Jim Ross asking all those questions as we get recaps of the uh, war that has brewed between these people, these characters. Then we go to the ring, and it's the Barbarian, speaking of, out to face Kip Avery. Big boot, and it's all over. One, two, three. Call the hotline, and new stars are on the way to WCW. Jim Ross has the lead. Folks. Spend your parents' fucking money, please. I'm always marketing. Uh, commercial, and we come back. Brad Armstrong was stripped of the light heavyweight title. Jim Ross tosses to the recap. Bill Watts, announcement about the, uh, you know, the whole situation going on. You can't defend. It's been five weeks. You were injured. Brad Armstrong had a leg injury, and... Uh, he was, you know, I, I, I'm letting the people down, and I don't want to let you down. And then all of a sudden, Pillman comes out, and he turns heel again. So we had talked about this. He was heel, turned face, and then he uh, turned heel again. So I guess they had to, to warm him up to heat him back up again or something. Cool him off to heat him back up. So uh, that's what happened. Uh, so Pillman and Brad Armstrong, maybe eventually once Brad is healed, we'll see. Anyhow, commercial, and we come back, and we get Jim Ross recapping the big eight-man tag match from Clash of the Champions. And that's what Dave and I covered on that episode of The Watch Along, and you can get all those details there again. We go to a recap of the match where Vader squished um, Rick Rick uh, Rude and uh, Sting at the same time, but um, yeah. Yeah, just some some inside stuff going on with the heels. A lot of tension. Eight. And now we go to the main event here. My favorite part of the um, the actual show. This was great. It stole it for me. Commercial when we come back. It's Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton with Michael P.S. Hayes to face the Steiner Brothers. Wow, Rick and Scott Steiner work over Arn Anderson at the beginning, then Eaton in with the Steiners, uh, Rick, that is, to work over his leg. Uh, we go to a commercial and come back, and we show Jim Ross covering the match ringside. So he's there ringside, everybody. Not in the studio. They've been switching it up. Eaton seems to have finally taken control, but then suplex from Scotty and... Uh, Arn gets a tag, and then Rick in too. Big, huge power slam from Rick Steiner to Arn Anderson. Bobby Eaton and Arn go for a double team, 
but Scott catches Bobby off the top and throws him into a power slam to Rick and all three heels uh, regroup on the outside. Man, some that was some good stuff. Um, then Arn comes back in. Scott goes for a figure four, which they're you know still signaling the relationship between Arn and Rick. But then he gets launched into the corner post before that spot gets used up. Michael P.S. Hayes rams Scott Steiner out on the outside, uh, interfering there. This this heel faction that we have here, this newly formed faction between Michael P.S. Hayes, Arn Anderson, and beautiful Bobby Eaton, three of the most powerful tag teams of all time. The ref doesn't see it, though. Scott Steiner gets back into the ring, and Arn Anderson beats him down. He works over the arm. JR relentlessly pimps WCW shows that are coming up because it's getting close to the ending, folks. And we only got 39 minutes on this one. I got I to gotta bust them all out here right now. Beautiful Bobby Eaton then in to work over the arm of Scott Steiner. A lot of back and forth stuff and good tag team action from Bobby and Arn. Tag to Arn. And he continues to work the arm of Scott. Hey, back to eating short arm scissors and a hold you don't see that much anymore. I like a short arm scissors, man. Short arm scissors. You all remember the group at the drive-in? Fast transit, short arm scissors. Well, I mixed it up, you know. Anyhow, Scott Steiner. Powers out of this, he lifts Eaton up and slams him. Wow, a great way to break the the hold and show a bit of strength. Arn gets a tag in. Scott kicks Arn, then makes the hot tag to Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner in to hammer both Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson. Scott gets a clothesline on Bobby Eaton over the top rope. Rick Steiner power slams Arn, and then Arn throws Rick over the top which should be a DQ, but the ref didn't see it, and he's arguing with Scotty. Scotty then moves the ref and launches over the top rope and dives on top of Michael P.S. Hayes walking towards Rick and Arn on the outside. Oh my God, what a spot. Um, Just some amazing stuff there by Scott Steiner. And back into the ring, the ref is looking at Scott as he throws Arn off the top rope. Then while the ref had his back turned again, Eaton comes off the opposite rope and hits the Alabama jam. Arn rolls over and the ref turns around. One, two, three. Wow. Wow. What a fucking great one. Uh, I mean... The heels here coming out strong and picking up the victory and cheating with the uh, distraction finish there. Um, Man, good stuff. Uh, I love this match. Ringside with Jim Ross and the threesome that's going to face Gordy and Steve Williams. And Michael PSA says that you're only as good as your word. And I'm looking pretty good right now. And we beat the Steiners. And we coming up for them belts, and we gonna take them. And I taught you everything, Gordy, and I'll teach you and that idiot Steve Williams a thing or two. The best teams of the 80s unite to make the best team of the 90s. Good stuff. Um, WCW, uh, for the win for me, Doug, I loved it. Great episode. I like how they're condensed and uh, a lot of moving parts, but we are seeing some great matches. Um, that's the difference. Um, 
you know, might be the production aspect on WWF's end, you know, might be certain promos on WWF's end or the way that they cut and uh, design things. But uh, WCW's got some other good stuff there. If you could just combine the two, man, if you could find that perfect little, little pocket there, uh, just catch it in the pocket, man. Anyhow, I enjoyed both those episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed this condensed, uh, brief version of Marking Out the Day's Weekend Warriors by myself. Once again, I'm Kobe Nida, and as always, you can find Dave Rosenbluth and I on Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network by searching for us and finding us on any podcast uh, app or anything that you have. Retromania with a W. Please. Like, rate, review, subscribe. You can always always find us on Facebook as well, Retromania with a W. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Retromania Pod. Write to us old school fashion, Retromania Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>